0: So I decided to have a home birth this time and this is my fifth baby and none of them have been born at home up until now. I've had a combination of hospital births and birthing centers. And for a long list of different reasons, this time around, I decided to have a home birth and I wanted to share with you how I've been prepping for it and the types of things that I have set up in order to set myself up for maximum success in my home birth. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. Hi, I'm Avital. I'm a mindful parenting coach. I'm the mother of four and I'm about to have my fifth child and Today, I'm going to share my tips for preparing for a home birth. This is a list of stuff that's working for me that I'm excited to do. Take and leave what works for you. There are a million reasons to have or to not have a home birth. It's deeply personal. It 100% depends on your unique individual situation. And I'm not making any recommendations, of course. You need to do what works for you and you need to work with your healthcare providers and your intuition and all of that good stuff. Also, all births are beautiful and all we really want is a healthy baby at the end. So if this isn't in the cards for you, don't worry. I've had hospital births as well. I know that C-sections can be an incredibly empowering experience too. There's no one right way to birth your baby into the world. The first thing I want you to know is that I haven't really told anyone that I'm having a home birth. And the reason for that is because there's so much stigma and uh, there's so much confusion and so many conflicting opinions, it's kind of a controversial choice, it's a fringe choice. Normally I'm very open and happy to share choices that I make that are more fringe, uh, like homeschooling, for example. But specifically because birth is something that is so mentally affected, I really wanna keep my mind in a very positive place about this. And so I'm not sharing this with anyone who isn't 100% on board and supportive with home birth. So friends of mine who have had a home birth or who are for home births, I would share it with them, but other people, I'm just saying that we're we're not sure and we really aren't sure. I mean, there is a a worst case scenario where we need to go to the hospital. If you wanna prep for a home birth, really consider who you're sharing that information with because you don't want people freaking you out, judging you, making faces, saying uh, awful stories about it. This is true about birth in general. You really want to protect your mind from scary stories or from uh, negative judgments about it Um, But I think it's doubly true when you're having a natural birth or a home birth And you need that kind of really really protected mental energy uh, to, to make that fringe decision Number two is you've gotta find the best team for you. And I uh, don't know much about unassisted births. My good friend Andrea Olsen of Go Diaper Free uh, is amazing with unassisted births and there's lots of resources out there for free births and unassisted births. That wasn't something that I was interested in because I've had a little bit of a traumatic history in my fourth birth uh, and I was worried about that recurring. I decided that I definitely do want a team. I definitely do want the medical backup. I wanted midwives and potentially a doula as well. So I interviewed different doulas and different midwives, and really it It was an intuitive (laughs) emotional process to find the right click. It's kind of like dating. And so you really do need to feel trust with the team. And it's taken me four babies, (laughs) it's taken me to my fifth baby to give myself the permission to invest the money, the time, the energy in really finding a team that I feel great about. And of course, they might still, you know, mess up in some way or another. But I will say the doctor I had in my fourth birth was so unsupportive. I felt truly uh, minimally traumatized by the way that she spoke to me and treated me during birth. And so I was extra sensitive that I wasn't going to have that experience again. And I was going to make sure that I was with people that I felt trust with. So do your research, feel very, very confident saying yes or no, and going that extra mile to find the person that you feel great with, especially if you're trying to create this atmosphere at home of safety and of calm. The next thing is that I did prepare my kids for it, and I am preparing my kids for it. So if you have kids and this is not your first birth, then you really need to start to think, okay, What happens if they wake up in the middle of the night and I'm giving birth? What happens if it's during the day? Can someone pick them up? Can someone put a movie on for them, snacks on for them? You really need to feel 100% chill that you have that covered, that people are there. And that's hard because most of us don't have really robust support systems. And so in the months leading up to your birth, that's a time to form those relationships or to hire those people or to find those solutions so that you can go into it with a really quiet mind. You also wanna decide what you're gonna feel or how you're going to signal to the people around you that you do or don't want your children present uh, in the room. So I've kind of said if they're calm and they're happy, they're totally welcome to be there. I think it's a beautiful thing for children to normalize birth as a healthy and natural process and part of regular life and not a medical emergency. I would love for them to experience that in my home, but not at the expense of me being stressed out during birth or them being traumatized and upset. So for example, I have one child who's very queasy, doesn't like blood, doesn't like emergencies he already knows he's not going to be coming in if he wakes up in the middle of the night or whatever he'll go watch a movie he'll go play a game other people will be there to take care of him but he's not coming in my other kids might come in and we'll see how that goes but the point is to really think through those details and then to communicate with them so obviously you want to prep them for having another sibling and I have a whole video about how to prepare your child for another sibling so go and watch that after this but also you want to prep them for what's going to happen in the birth itself so you know I might be breathing heavily I might be making noises. It's a little bit painful. Uh, I might be in and out of the bath. There'll be people here. Maybe you can introduce them to your midwife or to your doula or to your birth team. Um, You want them to have some kind of mental model of what's going to happen and of who's going to take care of them and how that's going to happen. Grandma and grandpa will come. We'll call the neighbors, you know, etc. So just they are people that you do want to prep for that. The next thing you want to prep is actually your space. So I am a very visual person. Most of us are. We're very affected by uh, the visual input in our space. And one of the things that you really want during birth, especially if you're going for a natural home birth, is to increase uh, oxytocin and endorphins and calm hormones and decrease any adrenaline or frustration or irritation or, or cortisol or that kind of thing. And so if you have a calm visual space and a space that maybe even triggers things that are really positive for you. So maybe pictures of your other children when they were babies, or maybe pictures of your partner, or just beautiful natural scenes, maybe artwork, or uh, anything visual that's going to please you. Like maybe your room, your bedroom or wherever you're going to birth, maybe it needs a declutter. Maybe it needs to be reorganized. Really try and make this kind of the sacred temple for yourself. Um, Make it a sanctuary. Make it somewhere where you feel calm, um, where it feels beautiful to you. Maybe you put plants or candles. Maybe it's just about getting everything out of that room that isn't relevant or necessary so you have space and just white space clear area to feel really, really calm there. You really want to make Make it like a spa for yourself. So this is a great time. You've probably got nesting hormones. You've probably got energy to do this kind of thing, hopefully, if you're feeling well. You know, make your bathroom lovely. Uh, put up the shelving that you need. Reorganize the the boxes a little bit. Take this time to declutter. I did a ton of decluttering during this pregnancy, even though I'm working and I have four other children and I'm very busy, but I really, really love the feeling of having a nest, right? It's, it's such a natural hormonal kind of instinct that mothers have to nest um, and to make that nest very, very attractive and calm and functional and easy. So if your towels need you know, to be reorganized or your bathroom cabinets are bursting at the seams and your medic- medicine cabinet or your sheets or your linen or anything, your clothes even, just make it a space that feels good to you, that feels inviting, that feels manageable, that's not gonna stress you out so that when you're in birth, you're not seeing piles of laundry, uh, piles of clutter, you're just seeing a calm space. Next is a whole bunch of stuff I actually prepared for the birth itself. So one of the things is preparing my partner, uh, my husband who is my birth partner as well, really talking through, having lots of conversations. I'll do a whole other video on how to prep your partner to support you during birth, Uh, so watch out for that one. But the idea is to prep your partner, watch the videos that are gonna set you up, take the courses that you might need, especially if it's your first time, getting the different gear that you need. So I'll just go through some of the gear that we've set up. So first of all, my midwife shared a birth kit that I needed to buy that has things like uh, plastic lined flannel tablecloths to protect the bed, um, things like witch hazel, things like all sorts of pads and things to clean up, piles of towels. She's also supplied me with various teas and herbs to use both uh, immediately after labor and during the postpartum period. You're going to need the disposable undies. We all love those. Um, And then you can add on to whatever comes in the birth kit some extra stuff that might be great for you. So first of all, you might want something Lovely to smell, something like a lavender essential oil or a tea tree, uh, to diffuse. Or you might prefer to light incense in your space. And you'll see during the birth what you actually feel like, and what gives you nausea, and what makes you feel great. But having some kind of fragrance that you love, setting up a playlist of meditations that you can listen to during the birth itself, or of music that you might want to listen to, and sharing that with your partner. You might want to print out uh, sheets that help your partner with. Words of affirmation that are helpful to you, with positions that are helpful to you, with acupressure points that are helpful to you. And these are all things you want to test out ahead of time. You might want to have a yoga ball or some kind of accessory um, that's helpful to you, like a pregnancy pillow, um, different options so that you can change the position of your body, like a chair, a bed a yoga ball, different heights of things, different uh, textures of things. And of course, you don't want to clutter up your space or spend a ton of money on this, but just a few pillows. Those are the types of things you might want to have on hand and just practice with your partner how you're going to shift positions to help you progress labor. The next thing is something to wear. You know, in hospitals, they put birthing women in hospital robes and that can really just psychologically put you in the mindset of being a patient, of being someone sick, of being someone who needs uh, to be in hospital. And birth is 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 a healthy thing, is a natural thing, is not a sickness. And so it would be really nice if you had some kind of loose-fitting, very comfortable, uh, maybe like a nightie, like a nightgown, or um, a, a long, you know, t-shirt, or something like that, uh, where you can wear it and. Maybe you want uh, some kind of pregnancy uh, bathing suit if you're getting in the tub and you don't wanna be naked at that time. Just think what you would like on your body. You might want nothing, you might want something, but it's actually really nice to have something that feels good to you. Even in my last hospital birth, I brought with me a little nighty that's actually designed especially for birth, and it was so much nicer than wearing a hospital robe. So do consider that. Along with the visual cues, something that could be really fun is to set up a digital photo frame or to print out some pictures and hang them up and have pictures of things that bring you joy, uh, that bring you calm, that remind you that your baby's coming soon, that this is a positive process, that type of thing. So I'm actually going to set up a digital photo frame and put photos of my other children as infants. And that should be something that's really helpful for me psychologically. You're going to want to ask your midwife or whoever's caring for you about which snacks you might want during birth. So things that people often recommend is things like banana chips or uh, dates or any kind of high energy snacks that might be easy for you to have during birth. Another thing that can be really helpful that I found helpful in the past is ice chips. So make sure that you've stocked your freezer with some ice. And if you wanna uh, buy a heat pack, that could be something that could be really Really nice to you microwave it or whatever there are different types of heat packs. I'm gonna link to all of these products below in the description box so you can see what I'm using um, but a heat pack can be something that's really nice when applied with pressure to your lower back for example especially if you have a back bath um, to help with those contractions another thing is to stay hydrated during birth so you're going to want to have uh, you know water and perhaps water with electrolytes or something like coconut water um, to give you that real hydration and that boost of energy. As you're going into your birth, in the early stages, you might also want to do an enema. So consider if you want to buy a pack to do that at home. Some people do that in the hospital. You can also do that at home. And anything that you might want to go with you in the shower or in the bath. If you're at home, you can really utilize water, which is an incredible way of calming the body and of helping with the pain. And so if you need anything for your bath, I don't know if you would want salts or essential oils um, or whatever it is, massage oils, those types of things um, are going to potentially be pleasant for you and helpful for you. So consider what would make that space really, really uh, helpful during that time. Now just consider how you're presenting these things, how you're communicating these things to the people around you so they can find them well. You might wanna make a to-do list of things for your partner to do as labor begins, like calling the babysitter or heating up the heat pack or getting the yoga ball out from the basement or whatever it is. Consider all of those things. and have them set up ahead of time so that you feel calm. It's kind of like packing your hospital bag and think how you present them. Can you put them in a nice basket? Instead of having just cardboard boxes around your room and it feels kind of medical or uh, cluttered, consider really making it a pampering space for yourself. Set the intention that this is, kind of a sanctuary, as I've said. And just the last point is that you do want to have your car seat ready to go and set up in the car. Um, and that's something that just in case, just in case you need to drive to the hospital or even for the next day, if you're going to the pediatrician or whatever, you don't want to be dealing with installing a car seat after you've had a newborn. Ask me how I know. <laughs> My husband and I have had several fights <laughs> after births specifically around this so that's something that you want to try and set up uh, in advance so i have shot all of this prep before the birth even happened let's see what happened in the birth itself hey guys a from the future is here i am coming to you 10 days postpartum to update you on this video and to tell you that thank God I had an incredible and healthy home birth and this little guy is doing really well, we're recovering, we're getting back to our normal pace of life and all of the other kids have welcomed him into the family. I didn't wanna leave you hanging, I did want you to know that He is out and safe and we have had a wonderful experience and all of that prep absolutely made a difference. Okay, let's go back to the past now. All right guys, I hope that this was so helpful for you. If it was, share it with someone who you know who is pregnant and expecting. Many of these tips are gonna be relevant for people who are going to a hospital birth or a birthing center as well. And I just wanna wish you the healthiest happiest, smoothest, most empowering birth experience of all. I'm so behind you know, supporting all women in their birth story and especially empowering people who feel that this could be a positive experience for them hopefully. And also I just wanna say you have to make space in your mind for contingency plans, for plan B, for the fact that you might have to go to the hospital, you might even have to have a C-section and it's still a beautiful and empowering birth experience and what's important is that you stay healthy and that the baby stays healthy. Thanks for listening to The Parenting Junkie Show. If this was helpful for you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Subscribing to the show means you'll get the bonus episodes that I only deliver here. And when you rate and review the show, it helps other parents find it. And remember, keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste.